Hello and welcome to Is This Anime? I am your quote-unquote anime expert, Jack Metcalf. And joining us once again is Carson Hazlitt. Carson, how are you, buddy? I am fantastic. Thanks again for having me back. Let's get right into it. Carson, we are talking about a brand new show. In fact, we are only covering two episodes of the show. That's how new it is. We are covering uh, Oshi no Kon, otherwise known as My Star. Yeah, so I I was not familiar with this author's work. I know you are because you've watched uh, his previous work, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. So do you mind giving like a quick hit on that? Yeah, uh, I'm a big I'm a big fan of of Love is War. I've watched all up to the current movie and I've read all of the manga. Uh, it's about these two high school students that are on the student council and they're just trying to get each other to they both like each other and they're trying to get each other to confess to the other uh it's it's a lot more of a comedy and it's it's fantastic to see it's mostly about like just these absurd reactions and all the crazy crap they do to make each other try to confess and that's kind of like the whole point of the show it does eventually get a lot more like dramatic Dramatic. um and it progresses in a really natural and interesting way I was very surprised when I started this show because it was I, I had trouble telling it was the same person, like the same creator. Yeah, fair enough. So that creator, his name is Aka Akas, Akasaka. Um, he was only the writer for the show we're talking about. Um, he he also wrote Andrew Kaguya-sama, but then uh, he announced in 2022 that he was retired uh, from drawing manga. So the author... Or no, the artist of the manga is a woman by the name of Mango Yoko Yari. So yeah, Oshi no Ko, it started recently. Uh, The manga started on April 23rd, 2020. It is still ongoing, which when I found that out made me frustrated because uh, I was hoping this would be self-contained because my God, the shit that happens in this show already in these first two episodes. (laughs) Holy fuck. Uh, Yeah, so we're talking about these first two episodes. But uh, with a massive caveat, the first episode is 80 minutes long, which already tells you how special this show is, I feel. When you see an 80 minute long anime premiere, you're like, okay, that's, that's, that's not normal. Why not just release it as a movie or something? And then you watch it and you think you understand what's going on. And then the premise changes about five times. <laughs> but yeah, this anime s- series, which again is ongoing, it only premiered like a week and a half ago. Uh, they said it will be 11 episodes long. But again, the manga is still ongoing, which means you will not get the uh, the entire end to the tale yet. So let's just jump right into it. All I knew going into this was that there is a massive twist in that first episode. And the thing about the show is that when you see things that happen, you're like, okay, that's the twist. And then you're like, oh, no, this is a twist. And then by the end, <laughs> you reach the twist. And then there's another twist. Oh, man. I, I didn't even know that going in. All I knew was the premise about the doctor getting reincarnated. And that was it. I didn't and... even know that, man. I, I was that blind. I thought the twist was that the idol was pregnant. <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, so we open up with a narration. Uh, this story is a work of fiction. Actually... Most everything in this world is fiction. They fabricate, they exaggerate, and thoroughly conceal everything inconvenient. That being the case, the idle fan is one who wants to be skillfully lied to. In this world, lies are weapons. So the images we see is of this uh, Japanese idol concert, the main star being a woman named Ai, 
and we learn that idol group B Komachi's ace is 16 year old I. The person narrating this is a doctor who gets called out by his staff. <laughs> and he meets with this uh, young girl. Uh, this young girl, uh, he learns to his misery she's going on hiatus. And his nurse calls him a lollycon. <laughs> this this series. Uh, so the girl, 16-year-old I, she is pregnant. She's an idol. What's going to happen? Flashback to a 12-year-old patient uh, named Serena. She's telling um, Akiyama, or fuck, I just, yeah, Amamiya. Amamiya is our doctor. Uh, So she's telling Amamiya that uh, she wants to be reborn as an idol. That may be foreshadowing. (laughs) Uh, She passes away due to an anaplastic astrocytoma. Four years have passed, and she would have been 16 like I. So this girl, Ai Hoshino. She is clearly I. She's tw- she's 29 weeks pregnant. She grew up in a group home. And when uh, Amamiya looks into her eyes, he instantly realizes it's her. And her eyes are literally stars. Like, mm-hmm. my God. Fantastic character design right there already. You know she's a special person. Absolutely. So yeah, she is pregnant with twins. And this is an issue because her career would be finished. Amayama asks her on the rooftop if she'll give up her career, but she says she's always longed for a family and she will continue to be an idol. She'll just hide her pregnancy, and idols sparkle through the magic of lies. Lies are the most exquisite love. Being able to conceal a kid or two just works to show someone's a top-class idol. And piling on lie after lie, we would look happy as we sing on stage no matter what struggles we might face. What a fun job. This is all her monologue, by the way, if you didn't realize. <laughs> no, I, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happiness as a mother. Happiness as an idol. It might be normal to have only one, but I want both. Uh, I should mention, watching this show took me a very long time because I constantly had to pause it to take notes for all these monologues. Mm-hmm. They're so goddamn good. <laughs> this show, yo. This fucking show. For one thing, uh, I is just a wonderful character. Mm-hmm. I adore her. And and then the show does things. <laughs> Again, I I was unable pr- to predict like any of this. Um, so twenty weeks. Uh, so now she's like forty weeks pregnant or something. And uh, Amamiya says, once this pregnancy is over, his relationship with I will be over. And then he notices a man in a hoodie outside and chases after him. The man knocks him after off a cliff. And Amamiya is dying, and he flashes back to that patient, asking him what it would be like to re- to be reborn as an idol's child. And if Amamiya dies now, maybe he has a chance to be reborn as I's child. And then we cut to title. Is this an Izakai? I guess it's Izakai has to be reborn in another world, but this is like I, yeah. re- this is a halfway Izakai. I don't know, reborn <laughs> reborn in a body, but still the same world. I don't know, mm-hmm. man. Uh, so yeah, Amamiya, he does indeed wake up as a baby. Uh, this baby's name is Aquamarine. I was very confused in my notes about how to refer to these characters, but I think based on where the show goes, I'm just going to call him Aqua for now on. Does that sound fair? Yep, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, half my notes were him as, uh, Amamiya. Half of them were as, uh, Aquamarine. And I was just like, all right, knowing where the show goes, uh, Aqua is fine to call him that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Carson, what do you think of this like uh, first 10, 15 minutes? Uh, it was v- again, just going in like as blind as I did, I I had somewhat high expectations just because I know the writer. 
And I was like, oh, man, this is good. <laughs> it, it was really good. Um, it was I, I loved the character design, especially especially with I like it's it stands out so well. Uh, that monologue was interesting. And I thought because when I heard the monologue, I'm like, oh, is this maybe a show about like how the idol industry is kind of shitty? Um, was my first thought, and then that's not what it is, as far as I know. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, I'm just like, okay, is this the twist? Is this the, the is the big twist that you know the the quote unquote lead character reincarnates as a baby, and then uh, <laughs> no, uh, well maybe yeah. yes, but no, yes, it is a twist. Uh, but there are additional twists to come. What is it? Uh, we learn that Aqua has a twin sister named Ruby. And in my notes, I say Ruby does not appear to be a reincarnated person. I may be proven wrong by that later on in the notes. <laughs> uh, President Ichigo Saito, he announces the plan for Ai's comeback. His wife, Miyako, will take care of the babies. Uh, Miyako does not want to take care of the babies. Miyako uh, thought she was going to uh, be... Uh, taking care of uh boy teen idols so it seems like her marriage to uh uh ichigo was uh not a positive one and again i love the development we later get on with these characters my god because the way your uh views shift on each character in these 80 minutes oh my god man it was very well done yeah <laughs> um i almost flashes her boob but aqua covers her up <laughs> and that's the thing so so, so uh, Aqua retains his memories of his past life. So he's a baby, but he's still very intelligent. He has all the intelligence of his doctor life as well, uh, which leads to a lot of hijinks. And I thought that's what this show would be about. Hijinks. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> Who knows at this point? Uh, so on TV, I refers to having a baby almost instantly in her interview, but then she covers it up by saying she meant her baby kitten. Cause that's the thing. I is like this free spirited, wonderful person. And you know, she, she, uh, she walks life on a tightrope, you know, mm -hmm. um, Aquamarine is happy to have such a close connection to I that he's thankful he was murdered. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to enjoy myself. Uh, Ruby then wakes up and uh, it's pretty clear she's also reincarnated because she's reacting uh, to Ai's concert just like a fangirl. And uh, here's where uh, Aqua just calls Ruby dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that is her official name for now. And then he says he noticed uh, her status as a reincarnated person when she got into a flame war with Ai haters at night. <laughs> uh miyako like i said she isn't too happy to be a babysitter um and then she declares that she will sell the pregnancy story to gossip columns and then uh dummy as i'm referring to this character for now uh suggests they kill her <laughs> but the height is an issue <laughs> again i i really thought we were getting like another spy family show i thought I, that's I, what we were... <laughs> that's why i thought so at the same time as well i was like oh they're just gonna try and stop her you know wacky high jinx and sue with this fun family dynamic oh god uh you dear listener again first of all you should definitely uh be watching the show before you listen to this podcast obviously if you, if you listen to this podcast before all the episodes we cover we we spoil the shit out of them so uh i think the show is on disney plus and also you know the less legal sites <laughs> it is i watched it through high dive oh it's on um, high dive too it okay is, yeah 
I thought this was on Crunchyroll, and then I, you know, went to turn on my PlayStation, and it wasn't there, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I, I had to. the exact same thing. <laughs> For God's sakes, can't all anime just be on Crunchyroll? Let's just, uh, just make it so. <laughs> and I remember when they, like, merged with Funimation, and they're like, okay, all of Funimation stuff will just come to Crunchy, and then, you know, they'll just be one mega service, and then they decided not to do that. And now... Yep. <laughs> They're like, we can get two subscriptions uh, from the diehards. <laughs> God damn just it. get more money. Yep. Uh, it turns out, yeah, there are enough people who will pay double. And so I guess yeah. that's all. I guess for the people who have both Crunchy and Funimation subscriptions, it's your fault. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Aqua, he just straight up talks to Miyako. And then he says that him and Dummy are divine messengers. And then uh, Dummy then says that she is like a... Uh, a re- the reincarnation of a- Amaterasu or something uh, who's from the, the wonderful game Okami mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, uh, and she says she was chosen by the god of entertainment and uh, these twins bear a monumental destiny and it is Miyako's duty to keep them safe and if she does not obey she will perish and her, her goal is to simply dote on the children and a second marriage to a handsome actor is not out of the question and Miyako says, I'll even lick their innies if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> My god. Uh, so yeah, Miyako instantly uh, becomes the underling of these children. And so yeah, all, you know, all is well. Uh, and then Aqua says he's impressed by Dummy's acting abilities, and he asks her if she ever did plays. And then this is where uh, Aqua then calls uh, Dummy Serena-chan, just like the patient he had, and it wakes her up and it's revealed that that's who Dummy is. Again, I'm just going to call her Ruby for now on. I wanted mm-hmm. to keep the surprise, but uh, this stuff gets confusing, for sure. I think the characters, at a certain point, I'm sure, you know, when they were first babies, they probably uh, saw themselves as their original names, but certainly as the years go on in this series, they are like, okay, I'm just Ruby, and I'm just Aqua at this point. Yeah. At, at a certain point, your new identity just takes over, which, fair enough. Uh, we learned that Ai's pay is less than what they expected. It's something like uh, 200,000 yen. So I think that's like, I don't know, like $2,000? Yeah, about yeah that's not a lot. Um, so it's way less than what they expected for an idol. <laughs> and uh, Ruby, she suggests that all the otaku could take turns offering their livers to Ai, which they can sell on the black market. <laughs> it's interesting, uh, this show, because... Again, the the characters, um, Ruby and Aqua, behave more like adults when they're babies than they do later on in the series when they fully have, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, emerged in their new identities. Because yeah. I, I do feel that, yeah, Ruby, um, not to get too spoilery, as we'll get into the discussion, Ruby later on behaves like a normal teenager. Mm-hmm. Aqua behaves more like a, a brooding one, but they at least start to act their age. Whereas when they're babies, no, it's just definitely, the, the joke is it's real adults mm-hmm. being babies. Again, interesting stuff. This fucking show, again. Uh, so I, she has a successful show and one year passes. So the babies can now walk and talk in public. The kids go to a daycare that has lots of famous people's children. And uh, this person who's like, they're not running the daycare, but they're the director. And he runs into Aqua and they have a talk. And Aqua says, uh, he became articulate through uh, YouTube videos. Yes. 
And I love it. The director, he just totally buys into it. He's uh, like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, shit, man, YouTube's awesome. And he mm-hmm. gives him his business card. And this starts a new relationship. Again, this director character, who I didn't even think would be significant, ends up becoming a major character in this mm-hmm. series. Uh, and he's awesome. I love him. Even though I didn't actually get his name, I just call him the director in my notes. I, I don't know if they ever actually said his name. Okay, so I've been given permission to call him the director then. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyways, I, she does her little uh, TV appearance, and then it turns out her, her scenes were pretty much cut. And the director says the issue was that she was too cute on screen. Word on top was to cut her out as much as possible during editing. And he says the screen time a performer receives tends to be decided by the power balance between companies. And uh, this director, he offers I a new part, but as part of the deal, Aqua has to take part because uh, the director sees Aqua as uh, a real actor. This is this becomes his, you know, DiCaprio to the director Scorsese. I mean, to be fair, if you saw like a three-year-old with that much of a vocabulary, I'd I would want to monetize on that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we meet Kana. She is a prodigy child actor, and she's so good she can lick baking soda and cry in ten seconds flat. Ka- Kana. Uh, anyways, uh, she's supposed to be a good actor, but as we learn, uh, there may be a better actor on this film. The plot of this film is a woman with zero confidence in her appearance goes to a sketchy hospital deep in the mountains to get plastic surgery, and the kids play the role of creepy children she encounters. Again, I love these fake movies in this uh, this show. It's beautiful. Yeah, uh, I, I need to watch more crappy uh, live action Japanese shows because <laughs> they're clearly like riffing on that stuff, you know. Mm. Um, so uh, Aqua, he simply plays the scene normally because the director says he's creepy in his own way. <laughs> Which I guess you know he's creepy in the sense that he's you know a hyper articulate three year old. Yeah. Uh, Kana demands the scene be reshot because she wasn't nearly as good as Aqua. And the director tells uh, Aqua, the key to being a good actor is communication skills. And he can't piss off the people he's working with. (laughs) We get yet another time jump. Uh, This 80 minute pilot has a lot of time jumps, people. (laughs) Again, I I was just like, I wasn't even sure what period the show would land on. Yeah, same. Uh, but again, it's an epic. This is this is really just a movie at this point. Uh, but yeah. I'm glad I watched the second episode because the second episode is also very good. So yeah, two more years have passed. The director got an award nomination for the movie. I's performance was also praised and she's gotten more work. She's almost 20. And yet, uh, the murder of Aqua has yes, yet to be solved. I is training with uh, Ruby and Ruby reminds her of her past concerts. We see in Ruby's previous life, she watched Eyes videos hundreds of times and tries to do the moves, but her sickness prevented her from doing that. Again, you know, that's the thing. Like, Ruby didn't get to live much of a life. She died at 12. Oh, yeah, it was 12. I was thinking it was 16, but yeah, it was 12. Yeah, and that explains a lot of her um, future actions. Again, we'll we'll get to that part, mm-hmm. but... There's a lot to say about why Ruby acts the way she does because, you know, she didn't get to live a pretty full life like, um, like say, uh, Aqua did. Because uh, we don't get an age for Aqua, but he must be in, like, his late 20s or 30s because he's a doctor or something. So I, she contacts the father of her children, although she tells him she's trying not to get back together with him. 
Uh, flashback to I first signing up to become an idol. Oh my God. This scene is where I kind of had thoughts about where the plot was going to go. So she tells the president, uh, Ichigo, I only had a single parent from the start. And then my mom got arrested for theft when I was little. So I was put in a home while she was away, but my mom never came and picked me up after her release. I have no memory of ever loving someone or being loved. Someone like that could never be an idol, right? I'm sure I wouldn't be able to love the fans and they wouldn't be able to love me. And then uh, the director tells her, lying, or not the director, the, the president, he says, lying is fine. In fact, lies are what the fans want. Go ahead and lie up a storm. Isn't the truth that you actually do want people, do want to love people? It's just that you don't know how. If you sign and dance, if you sing and dance while looking cute, that on its own is an expression of love to the fans. Plus, as you continue saying, I love you, that lie may be become the truth. And then she says, hearing those words, I decided to become an idol. I wanted to love someone. I wanted an object for my love. I thought if I became an idol, I'd be able to love my fans. I wanted to say I love you and have it come from the bottom of my heart. So I said the lie of I love you all over the place. I thought if I became a mother, I'd be able to love my children. But I have not yet once told my children I love them. If I were to utter those words and realize I was in fact lying, the thought of it scares me. That's why I will once again lie, believing the lies will once again become truth, even if I end up paying for it one day. This is where I was like, oh God, they're giving us the big backstory for I. Mm -hmm. Something might be happening. And uh, the next scene, something does happen. The hooded man, who at first I thought was her husband. That's what I thought. I thought so too. (laughs) I thought that's what was going to be the twist because he Mm -hmm. arrives at I's door and gives her flowers. And I was like, okay, that's good, right? Yep. He asks her how the children are. And then uh, something bad happens. He fucking stabs her. And now I'm like, oh God, oh God, this is Mm -hmm. what the show is. Yeah, he accuses I of being a fan betraying slut. And yet she still tells him the lies were her way of expressing love. And even now she wants to love him. And she even remembers the fan's name. And as a doctor, Aqua realizes that I is done for. The door is locked and Ruby can't even see her mother. Although I tells her through the door that her school concert was amazing. I wonders what kind of adults they'll be. She finally tells her children she loves them. And she says the words were not a lie. I dies with a smile on her face. The stars leave her eyes. The, the visual we see. Oh my God, man. Oh boy. <laughs> that's, that's an image right there. And they, yeah. the studio just nailed it. Oh man. It was so well done. So well done. This fucking show, man, mm-hmm. this show, uh, we learned from the news that eyes murderer committed sh- suicide shortly after rumors spread, of course, suggesting that I had a romantic partner. Ruby and Aqua become Miyako's children for real. And I think the present, um, his life just gets ruined as well. It doesn't seem like he's with Miyako either after this. Because he's like a suspect, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think he's like cleared of it, but his life is still ruined. Uh, Meanwhile, Aqua believes there's more of this story uh, behind Ai's murder. And he thinks their father, which again... (laughs) Even though he's reborn, again, his, this is his actual father. It gets very confusing when you talk of reborn people. Uh, but yes, uh, Ruby and Aqua's father probably has something to do with it. And he says, not until I find him and kill him by my own hand. Uh, Aqua then asks the director to raise him. And then cut to Aqua and Ruby. As teens, we learn that this was the prologue. And it concludes with, 
And thus the prologue concludes and the curtain rises on a new tale. And now I begin my revenge play. Holy fucking shit, this show. I I just... Once once he said, like, and I just had to keep reminding myself, oh yeah, he's a grown man in a baby's body. I'm going to kill him. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> now, Carson, you and I are lucky. We recorded this uh, episode with another episode to go, so we got mm-hmm. to watch the second one, and I'm very glad because holy shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's just talk our thoughts on just this first episode. My God, first of all, it definitely justifies the ni- the you know, 80, 90 minutes, whatever. Absolutely. You know, it's the prologue, but to have it all at once. And again, it's just basically a movie. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's so good. It was so well done. And I'm, I, when I, when I think you first texted me saying it was like 90 minutes long, I was like, Oh God. And then I sat down and watched it all in like one sitting. I was like, Oh, I'm so happy. It was 90 minutes long. Yeah. Imagine them splitting this up over like, you know, three or four, three or four weeks or whatever i'm so happy they didn't yeah no uh they oh man it's just again that's how you have to watch it you can't be splitting this up you gotta watch it in one go because again there's so many different twists and i can understand if you know you only saw the first 20 minutes you're like okay this is just you know uh the the two people reincarnated as babies Mm -hmm. and then you watch the the second portion and it's like okay it's them as toddlers trying to help their mom's career and, you know, to have that spread out over, you know, four weeks, I don't think would have worked for the show at all. No, especially not this being the prologue. I I just, I can't see, splitting up the prologue like that definitely would not have helped the show that much. Yeah, I, I think they wanted to just, you know, start with a bang. And what a fucking bang, because oh, this yeah. is like, this is some of the best stuff I've ever seen recently. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've been watching a lot of anime, uh, a lot of show contenders, and uh, I've you know, you, dear listener, I know the recording schedule has been a bit more inconsistent lately. Uh, just blame me for uh, watching shows that I'm just like, oh, shit, I just watched 12 episodes of this and we don't have a lot to say. But again, we're only talking about two episodes here. Technically, there's a lot to say about this show. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, I, you know, this is one of those believe the hype shows, you know. Yeah, like I, I was very skeptical going in. The only reason I was really sold on it is just again because I know the writer, and I was like, "All right, let's see this." And even in the beginning, I was like, "Hmm, okay, it's it's interesting. I'm not sure if I love it yet." And then the all of the prologue happened. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna keep watching this." <laughs> yes, this is this is mandatory stuff. And who knows? Uh, maybe we'll even revisit it if the finale is a banger. We'll see. No promises, but. You know, uh, th- this may be a, something we come back to because, yeah, this show is so good. Anyways, episode two, because we got lucky. Um, and this this episode aired literally just a few days ago because <laughs> I was like, again, I didn't even know. I was just like, OK, is there an episode three yet? Maybe I could squeeze that in for this recording. No, that's how new this thing is. <laughs> uh, so we open up with a certain large scale idol group auditions for uh, additional members. The number of applicants is 136,000. The first screening is a written response. Ruby passes. The passing rate is 1 in 105.7. Second interview uh, is the second stage. Wait, no. Second screening interview, not the second interview. Uh, Awaiting results. Previous rate for reference is 1 in in 12.7. And Ruby's friends praise her dancing Although her singing needs a bit of work. 
And Ruby, of course, has two secrets, that her mother was the famous eye and that she has memories of her past life as Serena. And Aqua reminds Ruby of how difficult the life of an idol is, but Ruby doesn't care, especially considering what her previous life was. So yeah, that, that's what I was gonna, I wanna get into, because you know, Serena only lived to be 12. She is now older than her previous self already. Oh yeah, I somehow that completely went over my head. Yeah, and like that affects everything on, you know, how how she goes about her life. Because of course, you know, Aqua got to, you know, be in his late 20s or 30s, however old he was. It makes sense that, you know, first of all, he's he's got a revenge plan. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's going to motivate someone. But again, he's already lived this high school life. He knows what it's like. With uh, Ruby, it is all new to her. So yeah, her... Her love of life and just, you know, what she's trying to do, that makes sense because she didn't even get to, you know, go that far. You know, tragic yeah. stuff, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Aqua reminds Ruby of how difficult the life of an idol is, but Ruby doesn't care. We learned that uh, B. Komachi disbanded two years after I's death, and Strawberry Productions no longer has an idol department. Instead, they manage internet influencers. Uh Ruby, she learns she didn't pass the second stage, and she cries. Meanwhile, Aqua continues to work with the director to figure out Ai's murder. And we learn that Ruby's been scouted by another group, but Aqua and Miyako are suspicious. Aqua tracks down a girl affiliated with the group and asks her questions. The girl doesn't have a high opinion of it, but Miyako plays devil's advocate and suggests the girl might be bad-mouthing her own group, just so that it doesn't encourage other people to join it. That's the whole uh, idle lifestyle. You know, it's all the mm. politics. Uh, so yeah, Ruby, he tells Miyako how much being an idol matters to her. And Miyako decides that Strawberry Productions will finally represent idols once again. Hooray. Huzzah. <laughs> uh, so this is this was such a great scene. Uh, the director lives at home with his mom. <laughs> I love this so much. Uh Aqua assists the director in film production as well, and I noticed the representation of Final Cut Pro in the background, which mm -hmm. I really liked. Did you also see a foam club in the background? Oh, I didn't notice that. Yep, it's it's just the soap club or the fuck what the, the Fight Club logo. Oh, except the, okay. Except the bar of soap, it's just a thing of like shower wash. Yeah, that's dope. I mm -hmm. love it. Again, I love the little background details. Um, in this series clearly it also was you know given a pretty massive animation budget yeah um so aqua asks the director isn't it time to leave your parents place and then the director responds there's no benefit to leaving a spacious family home in the city center <laughs> there are actually lots of people like me it's a common thing for creators okay <laughs> i love that so much oh he's fantastic and then the episode ends with aqua and ruby uh starting i guess middle school or the is it a new school I, I think for them? It's mid I think it's middle school, but they're going into high school. Oh, okay, so they're going into high school, and they run into Kana uh, from way back. Kana remembers them. They don't necessarily remember her. And Kana is disappointed to learn that Aqua will only be in general education, and the episode ends with her disappointment. <laughs> yep. Uh, a bit of a weird way to end the second episode, but, you know, it's nice to see that Kana is back in the fold. Yeah, we're already at the end. That that was that was a quick summary. Uh, praise me for my extensive notes because you... <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you have more thoughts on the second episode, Carson? Um, man, not not entirely. Like it's 
it's very clear where I think the series is going to go, and I'm all for it. It's This is not at all what I thought this was going to be, but I'm excited. Yeah, again, that, that premiere just changes what the show is five mm-hmm. different times. And, you know, it then settles on a murder mystery, which I was like, fuck, man. I thought this yeah. was just going to be about, like, an idol being pregnant. And the, yeah. episode, the series would end with her giving birth or something or, you know, being a good mom. And that was not the case. <laughs> I don't know. What what more do we have to say? Are there any more final thoughts? Uh let's let's get to Speedwagon before we do that then. Yes, agreed. Right, right. Let's do it. Uh cue the music. Speedwagon, 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 Speedwagon. Allow me to elucidate ya. The name is Robert EO Speedwagon. So for those just joining us, the Speedwagon is our favorite supporting character of this batch of episodes. Um, my heart says the director, but I'm going to go with his mom because <laughs> I think the mom is what really, you know, the mom makes the director a great character. And when I when I saw that this guy, he's an award winning director. Yep. And, and, you know, he's been directing for at least 16 years based on the timeline, probably longer. He still lives at home, man. I'm just like, listen, listen. I'm I'm still trying to get my life together, y'all. But if I was directing for 16, 16 20 years, uh, I think I would have moved out by now. Yeah, same. I I, I want to know what his filmography was. Um, just like you know, because we know he got nominated, but that was like thirteen years ago in the timeline. Mm-hmm. So like, did like things not go well? Did he have a bunch of flops? I need a spinoff uh, manga. They also still call him the director, so I'm assuming that he's still working in film. Yeah, he is. Like, um, Aqua is like editing and assisting right, with right. film production. Yes. So, like, yeah, he's working on Final Cut Pro, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you know he he you know he didn't uh, move up in the ranks. I, I don't know, man. Not. Again, I I need a lot more backstory on his film career. So I'm giving the speed wagon to his mom. <laughs> but obviously it's mostly because of what her presence reveals about the director. Mm-hmm. I'm giving mine to the director because I love him. <laughs> he was, he was just, Oh, from the moment he showed up and he was like, and, and and Aqua was like, Oh, I learned how to talk from, from watching YouTube. And he's like, yeah, that sounds right. Like, Oh, he was so much fun. Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to be a fun character. I thought he was going to be like the the dirtbag. Um, he kind of reminds me of like Ayazawa, um, Eraser from My Hero Academia. He's got yeah. that kind of okay. So it wasn't just me. That's good. He did. He did kind of visually look like him too. Yeah, but he's not that. He's much more fun. Mm-hmm. So I I'm hoping we get more of him. And you know, um, who knows? I don't I don't know what the fates of any of these characters are going to be on this show because. Yeah. Uh, Fuck that. Honestly, I might even just start reading the manga. Like I'm just I, like, I was tempted to after <laughs> watching the second episode. I was like, I might just go find the manga and just start reading that now. Yeah, so it's still ongoing. There's eleven volumes. But that's the thing. It's ongoing, which makes me mad because I'm like, no, I I, I want there to be an ending. I want to know that. Mm-hmm. Not yet. <laughs> no, this is this is this is one of those things where it's like, oh fuck, I gotta live to at least the end of One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like, if I'm going to do, you know, that's what, that's what motivates me to get my life together. I'm like, I need to be able to make it to survive the the end of at least these things. And then, yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. But yeah, I guess the series is going to be that as well, because, uh, you know, <laughs> who knows, man, I guess let's get into final thoughts. Uh, this show is fantastic. What can I say? I'm really glad the internet hype train uh, made me jump on it when I did. I'm going to be following this weekly. This is going to be part of my rotation. And it's awesome. It's gorgeously animated. It goes in directions you don't expect. I guess I should probably start watching uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War. because I I, heard I think you should. I think you'd really like it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, you know, that's the funny thing about series because, you know, Anytime I see a series that's like more than 13 episodes, I'm resistant to watching it because I'm mm-hmm. just like, you know, and also covering this podcast. I'm just like, well, I want to I don't want to spend uh, watch like 50 episodes of something and then not do it. Not that yeah, you know, I think I, I think obviously Kaguya is a big one. We will do that inevitably. Mm-hmm. But again, anytime it means committing to a new show, it's like, do I want to spend 150 episodes mm-hmm. on something and then be like, <laughs> actually, there's n- not much uh, worth saying about this. Yeah, that's um, right. I mean, there's there's three seasons and a movie for Kaguya, so I don't blame you for being a little hesitant. Yeah, but this show, for real, uh, mm. depending on how it ends, you know, um, we'll have to see if the season finale is a sufficient cliffhanger. But yeah, we may have to revisit this because, again, I'm really excited to see where it goes. And, you know, it, it, again, I love these shows where they constantly twist what you think the show is going to be. Yeah, and same here. The fact that the show does it, you know, five times, they'll probably do it a sixth, a seventh, an eighth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there. Who knows where the show will land on? Um, I'm hoping it'll at least be optimistic. I don't think the show is going to have a uh, uh, what is it? Uh, tragic ending. I think it'll be no, bittersweet. I don't think so yeah, I think it'll it'll make us cry, of course, but yeah, that's just you know on par for what the show is about. But yeah, Carson, your final thoughts. I, I had a weird thought when I uh, when I finished the prologue, which was, this reminds me a lot of Vinland Saga. It, it's weird, but there's a lot of similar beats, at, at especially towards the end of the prologue and the end of the first season of Vinland Saga, which for me is very, very high praise. Vinland Saga season one is one of my favorite pieces of media ever. Um, and it was... It was weird and it got me hooked immediately. I'm like, oh, so where are we going to go next? And then it went in a direction I didn't think it was going to go. Uh, especially with him, I'm going to gonna find the father and fucking kill him. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm on board. I'm on board. Let's do this. Yeah. There you go. I think I think that about leaves it. Carson, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at uh, cmhazlitt. Fantastic. You can find me at uh, only real Jack M on the dying platform. That is Twitter, uh, <laughs> Twitter, which just constantly finds new ways to be worse. Uh, are, are we going to get an anime about Twitter, an anime about oh, verification wars? Or I, some I shit? hope I hope so. I would watch that. Oh, my God. The, the Twitter shitstorm again. This is this is the new era of is this anime where our episodes are much more current as opposed to the, the four month backlog that we used to have. Yeah. So. Oh my god. Anyways, uh, on Instagram, which is actually a good platform and does have proper verification, you can find me at Jack is Jack. As always, it's in the show notes. Um, find us on the pod at is this anime pod on Instagram and Twitter. Same handle. And yeah, y'all, first of all, 
Obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast, you should have watched the episode because we spoiled the shit out of it. <laughs> I'm sorry if you didn't. I feel like we we were clear. Um, but yeah, go read the manga. Uh, enjoy anime. Anime is good. And when when something is this good, it reminds me of like why I like to do this podcast. Well, there said. we go. There we go. You say that again, just so I can edit it properly. Well said. Thank you so much, Carson. <laughs> no problem.